Well, class might be in session, but unfortunately, I'm the only one here. Is anybody else here? Is that Johnny Yellen? I think that is. I think he's mad. We better get in there. Hey, Johnny, what's going on? Why are you here by by yourself? Oh, look who finally decided to show up. Listen, listen, listen. Holy shit. I'm too short to reach that lock. (laughs) Did I make the fucking bell? No, Bill, you're late. Again. Fuck. I just plowed over like three kids from the drama and club trying to get around. here. Fucking Morningwood's not here either. I did see him in the hallway. He was fucking way down the hallway, though. Uh, I think he was staring at Miss Kali's ass. Well, it's not a surprise. He's kind of leaning up against the locker. <laughs> acting all nonchalant, licking yeah. his lips. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, fuck, what's going on, guys and well, gals? I don't know, dude. You Why are we know. here? Why, Why are, are we, we here today? Why, Why is anyone here? here? I don't know. I'm here to fucking learn. I don't yeah, know about you. Learn some, some stuff. Yeah. I'm here to just. I'm here for Satan. I don't have any friends, so I'm just here. <laughs> Johnny just comes here for social. I do. I do. I'm like Ali Sheedy in the Breakfast Club. I'm just here. I'm just here. I have nothing else better to do. Oh, what's up, guys? Oh, it's about time you showed up. Yeah. Finally, yeah. slacker. I heard, I heard coughing. That must be yeah. Dennis. Yeah, it must be. <laughs> Packing up alone. Oh, there's Dennis. Yeah. What's going on, Dennis? Where the hell were you? I uh, saw you down the hallway. I know you saw me too. I was just hanging out. Literally. Miss Kali's ass. I was just hanging out. Yep. I don't know what you're talking about. Did you notice it? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, playing the fifth. The one, two, three, four, <laughs> fifth. <laughs> oh shit! Well, another episode. Fuck y'all. Like another full house. This is great. I'm really excited when y'all come to class. Fucking slackers. <laughs> I'm like I got a perfect attendance award and y'all fucking dickheads man just show up I got a perfect attendance award I do I have a perfect <laughs> attendance award my attendance Yo, is guys. who are you I, to talk Urkel pants I, <laughs> nerd I stand by <laughs> I stand yes. by my perfect attendance award I don't get many fucking awards so yeah if only you could get an A <clears throat> you don't deserve an award you're right, I really don't. I fucking cheat and cliff note my way through it. all the tests. The fuck have you done here? That's, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, you don't do anything around here, Bill. Nothing at all. I'm just the guy that uh, hangs yeah. out in the bathroom and leaves, um, you know, shitty pieces of toilet paper on the floor for the janitor to pick up. I heard you were the guy that upper deck the teacher's toilet. <laughs> oh, man, can I get a smoke? You know, whatever happened to those old school pranks that you used to see people play on television, like Bart Simpson with the cherry bombs in the toilet? Fucking. Yeah, that didn't happen at my high school. It didn't happen at my high school either. I never saw anybody get a swirly. Nope. We just fucking fights and drugs. <laughs> it wasn't in. Yeah. It wasn't in school, but I saw a meme like uh, it's like inside a Taco Bell, and there's an empty toilet paper roll on on the toilet paper holder, and just written on the toilet paper roll is "Where is your God now?" Nice. I like it. Uh, the grade above me in high school decided to Crisco one of the halls and throw like thumbtacks all oh. down on it. Oh, it was fucking crazy. Wow, that's funny. Sounds yeah. like a fucking kids episode of Saw. So many kids. Hi, so many fucking kids are in jail. <laughs> welcome to so many kids. <laughs> this is thumbtack hallway. <laughs> my dad, actually, um, another dad story here. Uh, when I was a kid, he used to tell me and my sister when we were in elementary school to write 
flush twice, it's a long way to the cafeteria on the bathroom wall. <laughs> I like it. I didn't do it until middle school. I didn't have the fucking balls to do it <laughs> until I grew some of my degenerate wings and uh, go. got a little bit more comfortable doing it. I like it. So um, now that everybody's here and present and accounted for, and I did hear that soon they might even start open study hall up with a fucking roll call, which means we have to be here when the bell rings. That's going to be that's going to be a problem for some of us. So. Nope. <laughs> I can hear the tennis now. Mr. Morningstar. Mr. Morningstar. Mueller. Exactly. <laughs> and just vacancy and silence. I don't know. Veronica doesn't mean impression of me. She might be able to, uh, there you, go. you know, shout out, you know, something that sounds like you so you don't get credit for coming to class late. Veronica. Veronica to work on her impression. So, yeah, everybody, uh, welcome to Satanic Study Hall. Um, we're not going to jump right in it too quickly, but we are here to review what we have put together and like to call the Satanic Summer Syllabus. Um, we floated around a couple of ideas and episode ideas, and they all kind of sucked. Um, but Satanic Summer Syllabus seems fitting, as we are going to be going over things to do over the summer, whether indoors, outdoors, events to look out for this summer. You know, most of us aren't too fond of the heat. You know, I say I love the heat until it gets hot, and <laughs> the heat until it gets hot. Yes, and then I then I bits just like you know. You can speak for yes. yourself, you human radiator. My God. <laughs> oh, I. I'm, Some of us wish, Bill. You I know? am a fucking <laughs> furnace. So it's like you know, it'll be freezing, it'll be freezing. Oh, I can't wait for summer. And now, how do you know? What I'm a cold blooded little um. corpse. <laughs> That's not me. Yeah. Guys over there cuddling, he's giving you all the warmth over there. Oh, yeah, right. no, actually, well, we live 15 minutes away from each other. I can feel the heat that this man <laughs> oh, radiates yes. from my house. <laughs> I mean, I'm only 20, I don't think I can feel it over there. No, I wake up, it's like a heat wave. In my, I'm like, no, it's just Bill today. <laughs> That's right. Bill must have woke up early, must be outside radiating. <laughs> Fuck. I think they have the little picture of you, like in the local news, with the weather guy. Every time someone says it's hot, there's up. a bill front coming in. <laughs> When somebody looks at like a map or a diagram of space, it's just Bill's face where the sun should be. That's right. The solar system. Like like the Teletubbies. There's fucking Bill. That's right. It's it's his face. Predator decides to go uh, hunting Satanists. He just pulls up his infrared vision and goes blind. Just the the heat that that radiates from my forehead alone, man. (laughs) That could solve a lot of fucking energy crises. Bill is fucking Tinky Winky. Tinky Winky. We were talking the sun. And I know you're moving, now you're moving on to one of the characters. What color was Tinky Winky? Purple. Well, that is my favorite color, so fuck it. Tinky Winky today. It works. All right. So, this um, episode is going down a dark, dark path. This episode is brought to you by PBS. Fucking Teletubbies. PBS ain't ever going to sponsor this shit. Satanic PBS kids. The more you know. Publicly broadcasting Satan. Oh, I like it. I always love following Mr. Yeah, Rogers. That is fantastic. <laughs> Publicly broadcasting Satan. Uh, so, yeah, we thought it would be useful to spend some time in class going over some things to do over the summer, like I said, uh, especially under the you know Satanist or occult umbrella, which can make things during the summer a little bit interesting at times. Some people don't like to go the fuck outside. Some of us wear really dark clothing all the fucking time that just soaks in all the heat and makes you fucking miserable. Um, so we're going to dive in and explore some cool shit to do over the summertime and in the heat, whether it's outdoor, indoors, concerts, anything like that. Um, a lot of these ideas came from some of the cool shit that was submitted by our 
friends and fans via our Discord community on the Goat Farm. Um, we got some good stuff out of there. Before we do that, though, um, we are going to start something new since this is season three, episode number one. Yeah. Um, everybody now, uh, all the degenerates that come to class, um, we're not going to do everybody, but there's at least going to be three homework assignments due by uh, these fuckers over here. Oh, um, and we're going to rotate. Now? Yes. Homework, homework, homework. So my degenerate friends here will have uh, be coming to study hall with some homework. Due. Yes, yes. But it's going to be good homework. It's going to be some um, news uh, related shit. Everyone's going to take a little portion of news around the world that might be relative or interesting to fucking talk about here in study hall. And we're going to talk about it. Um, we're going to kind of go do a little rotation. Uh, we're going to talk about weird shit, satanic and occult stuff, uh, religious news that's going on. And that's relevant to the world that we live in. So to kick everything off. Wait a um, minute. Am I getting banana stickers for this? You, your collection is growing. It's possible. Just Am fought. I getting gold stars for this? Oh, you want some gold stars? I guess Am I getting a pass stickers. not to attend <laughs> study hall? <laughs> I guess. Johnny's like, I think I'm taking another leave of absence. I think now. I am too. <laughs> yeah, you better not fucking leave again. Oh, this shit. So, homework um, and shit. I come back. Oh, now everybody has homework assignments. Know, I went to no. school and they gave me homework to do. <laughs> while we're first world problems. <laughs> while we're talking about weird news, did you guys hear about? I mean, this happened back in 2019. Well, apparently, the self proclaimed Satanist stabbed his cellmate to death, then decapitated him. Turned parts of his body into necklaces, like posted his body on the wall. Okay, so he's trying to be like Ramirez and Gein at the same time. I guess. But in he, jail. Yeah, he, okay. like, he, he covered the, the, the door with, you know, a white sheet. By the way, this guy's name is Jamie, uh, Jamie Osuna. Okay. This was the, he was in prison for life, right? His, his cellmate was, um, what was his fucking name? Louis, uh, Louis Romero. And um, he was 44 years old. Osuma was 31. Romero was already in for four, uh, 27 years serving for second degree murder and um, associate, uh, associating with gang members. Okay. But his parole was like coming up very soon. And this guy just fucking went to town on this dude. The fucking guards neglected to see it. Went the next, we're talking the next day, neglected to see this. And just, you know, on, on the on the fucking check and just kept going. They didn't catch it till later that night. So fucking, you know, in, investigators came in and started suing the shit out of the fucking guards. Oh, yeah. And, Jesus. Yeah, like, holy shit. I've seen enough prison shows in my time, but at least know there's a fucking cell count in yeah. the morning yeah, and at night. That? Like, are conditions that. really that fucked to the point where they can't account Listen, for... they don't do... They don't, there, they, don't, they don't... <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, know. I mean, this guy's pulling a fucking game. What parts are he using? Is he using like? Yeah. How the hell did he do it? What do you have like a I, homemade, like a a knife that he made? Well, yeah. It was it was it was a, it was a man made shoe that he okay. had. Like a little, they don't like a have fucking... the budget that we have here in our little schoolhouse bill. They don't take roll call roll oh, call yeah, as I mean, effectively as we do. I'm sorry, this, I can't tell you if he was out of like a toothbrush or something. Right. But, yeah. Say, so ask, um, ask Jeffrey Epstein about how good the guards are in these prisons. Oh, <laughs> Jesus I out the best part. Oh, Bill. <laughs> Bill, they were supposed to be doing their scheduled safety checks, but they did not. Of course no, they did. That's I why. Out, I left out the best part. This guy covered the cell in the dude's blood. He painted the cell in the dude's blood. <laughs> They just walk Wonderful. by, they look inside, yeah, it's a little bit great. red in there. They're like, okay. It's like, oh, you must be participating in Satanic <laughs> Study Hall art room. We put some, <laughs> <we> <laughs> redecorating. We put some happy little trees over here. <laughs> oh my God. 
So you just killed this dude for the fuck old. of it? Well, I guess you figured he was you in have, prison uh, for, for life. life. You have no yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't need a hobby. They never. I mean, maybe I maybe they had a fucking feud, and this guy knew his 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 eligibility for parole was coming up soon, so he just fucked him out of it. Like, well, if like either way is, I mean, his family's paid. Yeah, this this guy's family is paid. Right. The I money just, that's going to come out of this, it's it's ridiculous though because not only it, they falsely, you know, filled out prison forms, you know, like they faked and flubbed right. these fucking checks. Yeah. yeah, like the forms were filled out, like they physically did them, but. Well, like if someone can get fucking their head cut off, what the fuck else is going on right. in that prison? And um, uh, let's bring it back Don't around. So he was a self-proclaimed Satanist. Now, does he have any history of like schizophrenia or anything that no would clue? Didn't in- really. They didn't really go into okay. detail on him. Yeah. Um, I. I mean, literally, the 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 headline is the only. The only time other than like the opening paragraph that they they even talk about Satanism. There was no ritual done with this body. And it doesn't say that he sort. killed this just, man in the name of Satanism yeah, or anything. No, okay. they just had to fucking put him on blast for that shit. Make sure that Satanists. Yeah, make sure that people the know that. Right, there, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, that was a gruesome satanic yeah, prison murder. When, I just want to know if there's like pictures of this, like how he's how he posted the body of. I want to see this. Shit. And once again, it's interesting when you hear any other news related issue. It doesn't say a Christian killed somebody in their prison cell. Yeah, like I'm sorry if I I'm sorry if I missed this, but this was like a federal prison or a local, uh, like a state it prison. It was it was core. Uh, oh fuck, I had it written down somewhere. Corcoran uh, uh, State Prison. Corcoran. Yeah. Okay, Corcoran. so it's a state prison. I yeah. have a feeling this if this is federal, this guy would be going to uh, Supermax, Supermax out in Colorado. Wait, and- I'm sorry. It, was I space? Did you mention that he made a necklace out of parts of his body? Yes. Okay, yeah, yes. I totally oh, missed you, that. You, you, I totally really was, fucking think I missed I was, that shit. I was reading ahead. I just want to make sure. Like, <laughs> I, I wanted to know what holy. parts. Like, I mean, oh, yeah, no. The guy, the guy was like... Just like, yeah, Richard Ramirez and Ed Gein. Let me just do that Make at the same time in prison. Testicles. Yeah. It's funny, too, because this was recently posted. That's why it's relevant. Fucking uh, complex.com posted it. The one, com- you, yeah, the one comment that? on this article, this guy saying, slow news, slow news day, huh? Y'all bringing up two-year-old articles and shit. <laughs> yeah, I definitely got a giggle out of that. I want to know if there are any parts they didn't find. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good point. It was a little black market in prison. No, I'm thinking maybe the guy had like a you know celebratory snack or something. Yeah, <laughs> oh, maybe pulled a fucking Dahmer. Exactly. Well, Dennis, well done. You did your homework and you didn't even go. fucking know awesome. it. Uh, yeah, uh, this shit just comes to me every day. No, who else did their homework? Who? Oh, not you. The valedictorian. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Great. Guys are the worst. Okay, <laughs> so this is from the Financial Times, um, and it's actually a. Uh, TikTok news story. It's pretty relevant. So Witch Talk, how the occult became big online. Um, And it basically talks about um, all of the self-proclaimed, like we just talked about self-proclaimed Satanists, all the self-proclaimed witches and neo-pagans that are just all over TikTok and, and that particular platform. Now, I'm not on it as much as other people my age. I find it really annoying compared to the average person. Um, it bothers me severely. But I do have a lot of chick friends who are into Zodiacs and tarot reading and everything else. So they do send me these things. And I look at them occasionally when I want to make somebody happy. And then all of a sudden on my feed, it'll it'll generate... Um, uh, a, a video from a self-proclaimed witch doing, you know, a, a spell on like how to perform hexes on a cheating ex using candle and wax and seal and burning fruit and divinitation and, and all these Sounds other like things. Sounds like a fun Friday night to me. Yeah. <laughs> 
Sure. So I thought like, we could talk about it because I know okay. you're on TikTok, Dennis. So yeah, yes, I am. Have I you fucking <laughs> love that. <laughs> Are you familiar with this kind of thing? And it's. I mean, I've seen I've seen the witch talk, uh, you know, side come up. It, I, I I guess because I have, I'm I'm on like the Satanist talk fucking side or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I would assume they're yeah, a little yeah, bit related. Just kind of starts popping in as well. So are they making money off of this? I have no idea. Um, I don't really see any girls doing hexes. I've seen them talk about it, but not really performing anything on there. So you got a better view than I did. But um, no, yeah, yeah, that shit pops up all the time, and you, you should see these fucking girls. And so it's just, it's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It just reminds me of fucking. So like God talk of it just, like it just reminds me of going to see like from first to last in two thousand and four or five like. It just, they just, I mean, it's just the crowd of people. It just reminds me of like going seeing these fucking people. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't know. It, it it's like a resurgency, and it's really popular. Um, it's so weird a, too. Like, t- uh, not they get to interrupt, a lot of views and a lot of commentary. Yeah, they do. yeah, like so TikTok now has its own like weird little subcultures. Now we have witch talk and Satan talk and. Like, is it, are these actual, like, little subcultures yeah. and genres yep. that people are... Wow. Same Yo, talk watch, I haven't watch, seen. Watch I, commenting about Trump on there, dude. I woke up one day, nothing but conservatives on my fucking my feed. It was horrible. Um, Holy shit. I haven't seen too much of Satan talk. I know it's there, but I've seen way more of uh, modern witches on it. On Instagram, 10 of the most popular witch accounts have more than 3 million followers between them, with half of those added in the past year. On TikTok, videos with the hashtag witch talk have reached up to more than 11 billion views. Wow. You're just fans of Hocus Pocus, right? Probably, (laughs) yeah. Harry Potter. Wow. Attention staff and students, this is your principal with your daily update. The Satanic Study Hall podcast is not affiliated with any other podcast or organization. None. Zero. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are hours and hours alone. Did you miss me? Principal Pan has returned from a much-needed vacation full of rustic music and hedonism. My favorite summertime activity used to be summer vacation, but it looks like Satanic Study Hall doesn't fucking take a summer vacation. The Art Hang On Discord happens twice a week, Sundays at 2 p.m. Salem time and Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Salem time. And that concludes today's announcements. This is Principal Pan signing off. Hail Satan. I need to get into the witch talk market and get paid. I'm just using that <laughs> I, I, think, anyway. I think that's why it was published in the Financial Times. Dress I think somebody's making doctor. money. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's the initial goal for most TikTokers, unless they really want to provide the commentary on a topic, is to make that video and, you know, because, I mean, it happens sometimes organically and it's just an algorithm. Yep. And what video pops in and what's shared and what's liked and it just fucking explodes. That's it. I did go. The, the hot sound, just make sure you lip sync all the words and shake your ass. Boom. You, you got a fucking made, dude. <laughs> Yes, I'm I paid rent. My first video that I ever made was taken down within two fucking minutes. I think we talked about this. Yes, before. we I'm did. I'm still trying to get shit like that up there. It keeps getting come down. Just become a witch I, talker. I, I, a witch talker. I keep telling them it's a bathing witch suit. Witch talker? Is that what you said? To it. All, right, All the other girls Perform some hexes suit. on your exes, okay? Just, oh, just give instructions. That sounds like a study hall segment. Sounds like a song. Hexes on your exes. I have a list. I think you're onto something. I have a list and cash. It's like a... I, I need hexes done. We can do no. That sounds like you know how like Zeal and Arter was that mashup of different topics. Yeah. It's like country meets Satanism. 
you know, hexes on my exes with a little fucking guitar strumming. That sounds like it's got a country satanic vibe. And I do so like that on our, you- our last episode, our last uh, music appreciation day. I was talking a little bit about how I prefer the kind of country twang uh, sound of Satanism to the to the metal one <laughs> and every other every like, other thing devil went down to georgia <laughs> yeah i just like how you brought zealand Arter back up because we had that was it on the patreon the other mm. day i asked if you listened to it was like, did you give it a listen yet no sir jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessarily his fault we got to get that special <laughs> code to log Why in the fuck? <laughs> yeah fuck you but yeah it'll, um so that fucking witch talk so it's really a thing i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to keep an eye out for that because if there there's 11 billion yeah, views you, like i'll give you a couple good different top versions to go to there's some, there's some fun shit and anybody else have a, a lot of really bad shit on there too like we could talk for hours about this like the fucking child porn that's on there and that's yeah, okay like, it's fucking horrible yeah exactly like so Johnny for the children's autonomy episode. <laughs> I have right. nothing next. So you do have something. No, I, th- I think what I you, I think I what you can do, even if you, even if you, are you okay? I, I was going to say, tell us about, um, you know, how the whole entire experience of musical journey went. But if you came prepared by all means, I actually have a message that was sent to us on oh, discord no. from Brett. Oh yes. The email. Yes. yes. So, uh, we are featuring, uh, emails from our listeners, whether they're love related or hate related so if you want to get some shit off your chest and tell us to fucking pound sand or if you want to tell us how fucking great we are pound sand what is this 1930 (laughs) go kick rocks sir Or run over a sandbag with your car like the valedictorian. <laughs> That's right. Good day, yeah. sir. Or drive over sand. Your um, podcast is terrible. Good day, sir. <laughs> your podcast One is... One star review. Not good. Not good. <laughs> Would not recommend. This is unsatisfactory. Wow. There you go. That's better. So we're going to be reading some emails from listeners. Uh, we're going to try to feature at least one an episode if, you know, they, they, they haven't been coming in so frequently, but uh, I think we can um, come up with some stuff. We, we've got a lot over the time, so we just have to cherry pick some of the things that we have once we run out of the new stuff to talk about. So, yeah, uh, one of the one of uh, the rotating bench of degenerates are going to be reading listener mail um, once an episode. So, Johnny, uh, floor is yours. Uh, this says, hey, man, I just want to say you guys fucking rule. My job is boring as heaven, which is great. I love that line. I'm going to steal that shit. Sorry, Brett. I'm copywriting it. My job is boring as heaven, and music just wasn't doing it anymore. But then my sister sent me a link for your podcast. I'm hooked. Ha ha. I've been binging over the past week. I've dove into some research based on your topics, especially the stuff in your Satanic Panic episodes. Can't wait to hear more. Please keep this going, and don't ever stop. Hail Satan, and hail Satanic Study Hall. Woo! Yay! Thanks so much. That's Hell yes. you. Hell you. Thank you, Brett. Thank you for the feedback. Thank you for reaching out. And uh, Brett is now a member of our Discord community yes. as well. And it's yes, obvious to Thomas. You fuck. <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> well done. No, and we appreciate the um, you know the the people reaching out. Um, and there's people that have suggested tweaks on our episodes. And you know, have you considered doing this, or whether it's just general things for what you're doing, or if you are so inclined, reach out to us. Uh, we get back really quickly, whether it's on our social media platforms or at Satanic Study Hall at gmail.com so thank you brett once again and thank you johnny for coming to class that was awesome prepared yes but before we move on to i think next is al's homework assignment um real quick we just released a musical journey and i don't think we've had too much of a opportunity now we don't have to talk about exactly you know who we talk to and all of that but 
from a production standpoint, I'm curious from planning the episode to um, booking the interview to editing and putting all the little bits and pieces that go into the production. Um, how did that go for you? What are your thoughts? It was very difficult and I don't know how you do it. And I mean, it, it really is. I mean, it's a headache trying to think up the questions and actually, you know, when you're doing the episode, trying to, you know, keep everything going, keep everything flowing, not to try to make it boring, not to try to make it so people don't want to listen to it, you know, and I think from a standpoint of actually sitting down and listening to the entire episode, I think it went very well. I think that John was very open. Uh, it was great talking to him. He was he was awesome to talk to. You know, he, he, he just flowed with everything. You know, I don't even think I barely had to ask him any questions. I think he just went right down the line and talked about everything, everything. And it was brilliant. It really was. Um, and, you know, we tried a couple of new production techniques uh, with it as well. Um, recording the interview first and mm -hmm. then coming back in and recording little excerpts or cuts in between. It's a uh, radio. Yeah, we don't play pro. <laughs> <laughs> that was my one of my favorite fucking transitions. It was great. Uh, but we had the opportunity to play the songs um, and really incorporate them and weave them into the whole story to support everything they were hearing from, you know, the musician we featured, John Russin the third. And no, I'm, I'm really glad um, you had the opportunity opportunity um i'm glad, I'm glad you, he decided to do it yes um and there is uh, another musical journey not so far behind right. this one mm -hmm. uh would you like to let our listeners know what they have to look forward to it is going to be chris natalini of the band seeds of perdition so check them out absolutely yeah until we uh, until you hear that um episode release notification on your phone uh look them up um you said seeds of perdition Yes, and I don't know if I mentioned this on the first musical journey, but I want to try to keep these musical journeys with local musicians because I think local music is very important. I think, I, I think Yes, sir. I think everybody should support local original music. Get out there to a show. Like, you know, especially now that things are opening back exactly. up and these people haven't had the opportunity to perform in a year. Are we going yep. on more than a year now? So 6, 12, 21. Super important. Time. Please, everybody. Yes. And now we plug suburbia. Go see suburbia. That's Siberia. It's not suburbia. suburbia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fucking punch your remaining teeth out. Oh, no. Suburbia. Suburbia. Isn't that a movie? It is. Yes, it is. Yeah. And you know Johnny's going to come up with a graphic or, or something. <laughs> Hashtag cancel suburbia. Morningwood goes to see suburbia. <laughs> I think I'd rather go see suburbia. I think you would too. So would I. So yes, to wrap up, uh, to wrap up that, please check out our musical journey episode if you haven't already. Uh, it is up. It is catching some steam. People seem to be enjoying it. And once again, huge shout out to John Rustin the uh, third for his participation and all the cool conversation that we had. Yes. Now moving on to Father Al. Father Al is going to hit us with a little bit of religion. Come on, wake up. I'm, I'm here. Okay, good. I'm here. All right. So I have some shocking news, everyone. After 2,000-ish or so years, there's a new version of the Bible coming out. Great. Not really. Oh, shit. Maybe this one this makes one, sense. This one has got, um, let's see here. This Does one has got. Does it pictures? The Bible Part 2. The, the Bible Part 2, yes. It's a coloring so, book. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pop-up book. We should all be no. so lucky. You see, this awesome. version a contains. What's in it? Tell us what's in it. <laughs> Mad Libs. It's another good idea, Mad Libbing the no. Bible. Jesus oh, went into now. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> 
Sorry, Al. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Jesus, adjective Christ. Jesus brought back noun from the dead. Fuck. Go ahead, Al. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> to continue. So this lovely version uh, includes the U.S. Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, the Pledge of Allegiance, and the handwritten chorus to God Bless the USA by Lee Greenwood. This already sounds like something TST is going to sue over. <clears throat> is there is there a way to insert John Smith into this? No, I don't know. I don't think so. Because this is the God Bless the USA Bible. Just the USA? Fuck everybody else? Yeah. Like, what the yeah. fuck? It is the, God, <laughs> it is the God Bless the USA Bible. America. It is going on sale in September, uh, just in time to commemorate the 20th anniversary of the September 11th terrorist attacks. That oh, that's so, relative. Yeah, right. is that yes, it? totally. Is that so, it? What's that? Is that it pulled That's up? That's it, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... Oh, it's pretty. See. Yeah, we're looking at the Bible right now. fancy looking. Look at that. I was hoping that. it was just going to be like an American flag. Is it going like, to be autographed straight by that down, guy? All the way around. No, they no. put work into this. Look at that. That looks so... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, patriotic. Patriotic. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but it looks so leather and... Um, Stupid. Leather. <laughs> well... <laughs> This That's America. the word you're looking America's for. Like, America's never Necronomicon. <laughs> this le- it looks Lovecraftian. <laughs> Thank the, you, Dennis. Yeah, Thank you. Where's you. the face in the middle of it? Fuck Lee Greenwood. <laughs> He's gonna make know, a lot I mean, of money. Look at, look at that picture. I think okay, I would. Yeah. What, what, no, what, he is. <laughs> tell us, tell us how Lee Green is gonna make. Make some money. <clears throat> Being well, on the he's already made some. He's got about six hundred pre-orders Jeez. at forty-nine ninety-nine a pop. Oh my! And gosh. they will ship in September. And so, let's see. People in thirty of of the fifty states have pre-ordered, with the highest concentration coming from Pennsylvania. Yes. Thank you very much, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Really? More like Pennsylvania. Um, Tennessee, Florida, and Beaver Creek or Beaver Valley. Tennessee, Florida, and Texas. Hmm. So the interesting part is this is already, you know, people are already calling this out for uh, for blasphemy of all things, because apparently in the uh, as one as one professor pointed out, um, apparently there's a, a passage in the book of Revelation that says anyone who adds the word, any words to the Bible will be cursed, uh, which which leads many Christians to believe that adding anything to Scripture would be blasphemous. Mm. How ironic is that? So uh, I yeah. love it. It's a clusterfuck of schism. Oh, it's wonderful. No, like, but that this is, is that is a visual representation of a Republican coming. Yeah, <laughs> Mar- Marjorie Taylor Green. Word, yeah. Marjorie Taylor Green has pre-ordered forty of these. <laughs> yeah. No, but can that, you can you guys? That is what Trump so looks like. Can you picture? Yes, that is what's left on the. But bed. guys, can you picture like the decadence of this? You know, like there's one guy who's trying to make his own like kind of political infatuated version of this book, right? And then he's got other people who schism over the fact that no, you can't do that. It's technically blasphemy and it's, you know, a religious crime almost. And there was one more piece of like hilarious irony that I wanted to point out, but it's 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 mm. evading my mind. But this is great. Yeah, Veronica smoked weed before our study hall. Oh no, did so you? Were they the, really? <laughs> shit. I'm fucking. So the best parts are the features of this. It is, um, and I'm reading directly from the website here, which you <laughs> should not fucking visit. No, no. Oh, look at that. No, guy. This is for research purposes him? only. 
So it is easy he lo- to. He re- looks like Negan in The Walking That's Dead. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> so it is. He's coming around the <laughs> back with water. Leave that, leave that right there. It's coming book. to me. Hold on. It's coming to me. <laughs> Better buy my America Bible. America. Right, what does this come with, Al? So it is easy to read in a two-column format. And and the words of Jesus are highlighted in red. Yes. Oh, and it, it, the Bible lies flat when opened. Definitely yes. lies. So um, the, now it is listed lies. as, and I'll, I'll blow through these quickly. It is the perfect gift, it is a perfect heirloom, keepsake, or confa- companion for the family, homeschooling households, grandparents, graduations and confirmations, military. Stupid idiots. New American citizens. Yes. Teens. Faith and value advocates. U.S. history buffs. Brides, birthdays, anniversaries, and anyone that loves America. Neil Brick. Nice. For Neil Brick. Fuck Neil Brick. This just sounds amazing. You're not being nice. It's it's like inclusive to a whole audience of people. You guys are... Being mean to this man. And it's also signed by God. Do you see this picture? This is almost as bad as Joel Olstein. Look at this motherfucker. You guys are being. I don't even know what the song is. So hard on this man. But wait, there's there's more. There's more. Let out. Let out. We haven't even gotten to the best part yet. Oh no. Not only is. Does it come with an AR? Not only is it 100%. That's my thing right there. I'm buying anything if it comes with an AR. Don't tempt me. Not only is it 100% satisfaction guaranteed, but all sales are final. Oh, of course. So you better be fucking satisfied is what he's saying. Proud to be an American. There's also a song that accompanies the promotion. No. It's... It comes with its it's, head it's the God bless the USA. <laughs> it's God. It's it's God bless the USA featuring the author Lee Greenwood in the United States military. Oh, oh my yes. goodness! I think we should close the episode with us. I'm just saying. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should close the episode. With I think we should close the episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think I'm, we should I all badly <laughs> like try to fuck up the lyrics as we sing it too. Wow! So there's a new Bible in town. Watch out. Look out, King James. Yes, exactly. E- each Bible comes with a strand of Donald Trump's hair. What's the other one? The NIV or whatever? The the study Bible? Oh, I don't know. New international version? Yeah, there you go. Damn, Johnny is lurked. Yeah, what the hell? Isn't that what was posted above his head? No, I believe so. Okay, Negan, thank yes. you for your product. I'll, I'll test it out if it, comes with an a- if it comes with an AR. <laughs> so if you want to see this Bible and laugh... Um, God bless the USA Bible.com. Just, just don't buy one. America Bible. Does he right, autograph right by my side? I'm just curious. He's got a no, God does. Oh, God autographs. Yeah. God autographs. Well, no shit that why they're calling it blasphemous. You're claiming that God autographed this? No, I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, they claimed he wrote the entire oh, first no, book. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, then he's dead. He can't autograph them. God is dead. It's a divine fucking miracle. Oh. Fuck. All right, we are going to take a quick break from the topic at hand and head on over to Home Necronomics for the very first time here in Satanic Study Hall. Uh, Home Necronomics is what it is. It's going to be Satanic Life Skills. We are super excited. We have cooking segments and auto mechanic segments, arts and crafts, accounting segments. Uh, It is time to get learned. And what better way to do it than here at Study Hall with Home Necronomics. We hope you enjoy. 
satanic mechanic. All right, everybody. Today in Home Necronomics, we are joined by the satanic mechanic. Yes, you heard that correctly. And the satanic mechanic is coming in to give us a crash course in how to save some cash by learning how to change your own fucking oil. Now, that sounds awesome. I know I could benefit from that because I'm one of those people that are guilty of swiping their card every couple of months at a fucking Jiffy Lube or local oil place. So I'm going to have to pay attention. I'm looking around. I just walked in and I'm looking for a teacher and it's just a sea of degenerates sitting at desks. And I really don't fucking see a teacher. Actually, I think I'm taking this class over today. Our teacher is passed out drunk in the teacher's lounge. Principal Pan caught me smoking a cigarette in the fucking women's room. So now I'm stuck here teaching or detention. I'm going to take a seat because I could probably benefit from this. So I guess uh, let's listen to the satanic mechanic. All right, fuck. What am I supposed to be teaching today? Oh, oil changes. Is that what it fucking says up here? Well, I guess you need fucking oil and a filter. Uh, I guess if you want to know what oil you're supposed to get, there's you need a capacity and a weight. Talk to your fucking service guy at the uh, auto parts store, and he'll pretty much tell you what your cars need. Or if you're old school, just pull the fucking manual out of the dash of your car, and we'll say in there, too. Now, mine used to be written on... Um... The, the cap is that typical of cars or is that only for certain makes and models some makes and models have it some don't the filter uh the uh, auto parts stores are going to have a book you can look it up in fuck that shit it's much easier just to ask the guy at the counter and then tools that you're going to need you're going to need a wrench jack stands uh rags i like to just use paper towels because they're fucking right there all the time uh, funnel and something to catch your oil in. Now, depending on the type of filter that they told you to get at the auto parts store, it's either going to look like a piece of plastic with some uh, cloth filters around it, or it's going to look like a piece of metal that screws on. If it's a, the one that looks like a piece of metal, you pretty much just need a channel ox or an oil filter wrench, which are like thin, long channel ox. If it is an internal filter, the one with the cloth around it, you are going to need oil filter sockets, a ratchet, and an extension more than likely to pull the housing out, and that filter will be inside it. Now, I guess once you have all your materials, all your tools, you're going to go right for the oil change. The most important part of the whole fucking thing is you make sure that fucking engine gets cooled off. You do not want hot oil running down your arm. It fucking hurts. I typically wait a half hour. It's still warm. But it's manageable. Um, giving it a good hour will probably be like, you'll be golden. Nothing's going to hurt. It's It'll go smoothly. Now, once you got it all ready, uh, first thing you're going to do is you're going to jack the vehicle up. Along the edge of the vehicle on both sides underneath the doors is a pinch weld. It's a long, thin rail going from front to back. You're going to jack it up from those. Uh, if you put it anywhere else, you're probably going to put a hole in the bottom of your car. But then, for safety reasons, lower it back down on jack stands. You don't want this car coming down on top of you. I guess after you got it jacked up and you're ready to go, uh, the next thing you're going to do is identify what you need for the oil change. You're going to need to find the dipstick, which is a tube coming up from either the front or the side of the engine, depending on your vehicle. And it's more than likely going to have a yellow handle 
or a black handle with uh, yellow writing that says oil. The next part you're going to need to find is the oil cap. It'll be on the top of the engine, on the valve cover, and it's going to be very easily identifiable if it says oil. If it says 710, you're reading it upside down. Do not go ask for a 710 cap at the auto parts store. <laughs> they will laugh you at you. After finding the oil cap, you're going to want to find the oil filter. If it's a internal one, you're more than likely going to see it on the top or the side of the engine. If it's the external, the metal filter, it's more than likely going to be on the bottom side of the engine. So after finding the oil filter, what you're going to want to find next is the drain plug. It's going to be on the very bottom of the engine. It'll be on the oil pan itself, which is essentially it looks like a bowl bolted to the bottom of the engine. So it's hard to miss. And it'll be the one bolt on the very bottom of that. Once you've identified where everything is, you can start with the removal process. Start with the oil cap. I like to put these right on the hood latch just so you know you put it back on before you close the hood. Kind of hard to close the hood if you didn't put it back. The next thing you're going to do is you're going to drain the oil. Put that uh, oil catch underneath the vehicle. Crack that nut. That Three, two, one. Crack the bolt loose and remove it by hand. Removing it by hand, you're going to make less of a mess and you're going to prevent that bolt from popping out and getting lost in the oil pan and having to dig it out. And then you're going to want to remove the filter. If it's the external one, it's probably going to be filled with oil. So just keep the oil catch underneath that as you're doing that. And make sure that the gasket that goes with that oil filter comes out with the filter. You do not want two gaskets on the vehicle when you put the new filter on. It's only going to cause problems. And then make sure you have another gasket when you put the new one on. If you have the internal filter, you're going to want to remove that little housing, pull that filter out of the housing, and pull the O-ring off of the housing. Then when you grab your new one out of the box, you reinstall that new filter in there the same way the old one came out. And then you put the new O-ring on that housing. Before you reinstall either of these filters, dip your finger in the oil and rub it around the gasket or the O-ring, depending on the filter you have, and then reinstall it. That oil is just going to prevent that uh, O-ring or gasket from tearing or from slipping out of position and creating a leak for you. So after you get the filter installed, reinstall the drain plug. Uh, you're going to want to start this by hand. Thread it in maybe five times by hand before you actually take out a wrench again. You do not want to cross-thread these into the pan, and that's the whole reason we put them in by hand first. Because once you cross-thread it, you're fucked on your next oil change. You're replacing the oil pan, probably. The only thing left to do is to fill it with oil. If you buy your oil in individual quarts, it's easy to measure out what you're going to do because you just pour it in quart at a time. If you bought the big bottle, you're just going to have to pay attention to the numbers on the side and see how many quarts you've poured in and keep checking. This is what your filter is for. If you don't use your filter and you get oil all over the side of your engine, that's your own damn fault. Yeah, fuck um, all that. No, I like I like your placement too. So you can't you're not even really enabling yourself to close the hood without the reminder that whoops, fucking oil cap. Right? And I've done it before. I've fucking dropped that hood and been like, "Oh shit, why is it not shutting?" helps me out every time 
once you got that oil cap on, go to your car, start it, take a look underneath. If you see oil spraying, you probably doubled up your gaskets on your uh, filter. If you see oil dripping, your drain plug's probably loose. If it's all good, run the car for 30 seconds, turn it off, and then check the oil level. And then top it off a little bit more if you need to. If you're lucky and you have an older vehicle and you're using conventional, you're maybe not looking at spending so much, but you're still going to save probably 10 to 20 bucks per oil change. Now, speaking of that, I'm glad you brought that up. Can you break that down, um, possibly like the different types of oil? And um, I mean, is it worth the investment for high mileage and shit like that? Well, uh, yeah, actually. So conventional oil, if you have a car that's a little older and that's all it calls for, that's all you need. You can just go ahead and put conventional oil in your car all day long. However, a lot of those cars that allow conventional oil still are going to be higher miles. So then you're going to want to use the high mileage oil because it has additives in it to keep the rubber in the gaskets and the seals uh, nice and soft so you don't get the leaks. And then a lot of newer cars, they actually require uh, synthetic oil. So you really don't have a choice. Uh, conventional is just oil itself. It is the molecules, the particles in it are not like 100% identical. You get like some inconsistencies. Synthetic is manufactured um, in a way that everything in it is identical. So yeah, there is a huge difference between the two. But cars have run on conventional oil for how long? And they still get up to high miles. I think the thing you want to worry about is when you get to higher miles, switching to a high mileage oil. I highly recommend switching to high mileage at some point. Otherwise, you might be looking at a new front seal or an oil pan gasket or a valve cover gasket. Dan, fucking tastic. Now, I got to ask the satanic mechanic um, outside of, you know, that new title that you've been dubbed. Who are you? What's your name? Uh, my name is Kayla. Kayla, well, welcome uh, officially to uh, Satanic Study Hall. Um, this has been fucking great, and we look forward to doing this again. I'm really glad you're interested in uh, hanging out with us heathens and um, teaching us some more shit now. A huge fucking Ava Satanist to you, Kayla. Thank you for being here and for joining us. Uh, any final thoughts um, about this or shout-outs you want to make before we head on back to Study Hall? Yeah, for all those uh, geography whizzes out there, Minnesota is not next to Ohio. Minnesota is not next to Ohio. You're not talking to Dennis, are you? He always fucks up his geography. No, that's actually literally to Katya. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Well, Katya, I hope you just um, benefited from that little geography and uh, auto mechanic lesson that we just had. All right, we're going to let you go, um, and hopefully you will be back very soon. Thank you so much, Kayla, and uh, hail Satan. Thank you. Hail Satan. I think we should go now. Hail Satan! So bringing it back to the topic at hand, let's talk about some satanic summer activities on this lovely little syllabus that we're looking at. Uh, Let's dive into some outdoor shit to do. Great. Fun. Outdoor. Hot. 95 degrees. You're sweating your ass off. Um, one thing I even before I, you know, joined the Satanic Temple or identified as a Satanist, I wore black and dark blue everywhere. 
um, whether it was jeans or just black band shirts or just black nothingness and just black tees. I enjoy wearing darker clothing and wearing darker clothing in the summertime fucking sucks. Can anybody else attest to that? No, no, come on. You're a big dude like me. You know, you know, it doesn't matter what really fucking color I wear. I'm going to sweat in the summertime, but science tells us, I right? Might as well that... Just keep wearing black. <laughs> you, you should maybe, maybe we can, um, maybe consider some thinner type clothing for you. Thin, no. thin your you fabrics out a little bit. Yo, get him a pair of spanky pants. Fuck yeah. You get Johnny like a satanic kimono. You can still wear black as long as they're really thin fabric <laughs> leg, leggings. Uh, leggings. Nothing underneath. Johnny. Oh, Johnny and jeggings? Yeah. I do have one of satanic study hall shirt, though. Oh, yeah. With um, the one, the one you the would come up with. Yeah, the death yeah. metal logo. Yeah. Um, we sold a couple of those on Teespring, too. What if we get you in one of those Borat bathing suits? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. You can wear a black Speedo. Black banana hammock. <laughs> I have the I mean, fucking hard on. That is. I mean, you could run out in the black Borat bikini, and, and yes, you would be I'll comfortable. i in the green one. Like, so, oh, my God. We'd be so um, fucking cute. So, anyway, about I, this black. <laughs> I, I can attest that walking out um, in the morning in black business clothes, which I do have to wear and have had to wear for, like, several years now, that kind of sucks in the morning morning until you get into your freezing cold corporate ish office and they're blasting the air conditioning and even the the black blazer and the black dress pants that you're wearing aren't keeping you warm so if i had a choice i wouldn't be wearing that (laughs) but i also wouldn't have to walk into a building where they keep it so cold that you know my my black uh uh concealing outfit is you know Keeping me from shivering to death. I mean, from a wardrobe, you. <laughs> from a wardrobe yeah, perspective, me, though, what do they say? They say white reflects the heat or the sun, and then your dark colored clothing kind of absorbs the heat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's all about being comfortable or not. I don't give a fuck what y'all do. I'm just trying to give you suggestions. Fuck you and your dark clothes. That's right. No, I do the same thing, but no, I I'll, I'll, I'll definitely embrace more lighter clothing. I just wear white tees and you know shorts or. I really should probably consider or nothing. Yeah, I mean, shit. I gotta, I mean, if I don't got to go anywhere, I ain't wearing nothing, dude. Fucking right. Mm-hmm. Fucking thank you. And that should be your legal right to wear nothing out in public. I agree. It really should be. So now let's uh, let's kind of, you know, before we move on, um, one thing I wanted to bring to light was all of the cool summer designs and summer clothes that Rhett has put up on darkartdepository.com, who um, is a huge supporter of Study Hall. You hear us mention Rhett on every episode. Um, so if you go to darkartdepository.com right off the bat, uh, you're going to see V-neck open for open fork, long dresses. There's bathing suits. There's comfortable shoes. Uh, Rhett's put out a huge, um, line of tank tops with all of his cool designs. Um, some snapback and mesh ball caps to wear. Uh, some of the dress designs alone though, look really fucking good. Can I just order a poster of the girls wearing the bikinis? <laughs> I think those are just your generic um, models. models that, you know, everything's Seems all the like impressions. They Photoshop each different dress on them. <laughs> but I mean, I'm looking at this, this, <laughs> this cubist symbol um, that Rhett's got. It's an A-line midi skirt that looks really retro and fucking kind of neat. And he's got all types right of six, six, six. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. Uh, he's got six, six, six designs, all of his usual t-shirt designs that he incorporates into a lot of his work. Um, and just tons of shit. So I highly recommend if you haven't already, um, check out all the summer items that Rhett and all the other items that Rhett's offering at dark What was that one on the, uh, the last page you were on? It was the, 
uh, I think it was the homepage, the featured ones, right there, the bottom right corner. Is that a tank top with the yeah. unicorn on it? It's um, it's like a rainbow type. That's no, not even oh, rainbow. It's, it's it almost okay. yeah, it's almost got a unicorn type vibe with the light blues, the purples, a little well, bit of green thought, up top. I thought that white hail Satan in the middle was the head of a unicorn. I thought that was fucking. You know, that would be an interesting type design because it's kind of got the yeah. yeah. No, that's a great yeah. So this is the, we're looking at the tie dye men's sport tank. It's a if great you, looking tank. If any of the uh, any of the listeners want to check that out um so yeah so that's um you know right off the bat starting out with you know i guess uh, some good words of advice from you know as a satanist people that wear dark clothing um switch it up a little bit stay comfortable yeah you fucking emos come yeah. on <laughs> i mean why i mean i know we choose to be miserable most of the time but you know the, the misery is enhanced tenfold in 98 degree weather when you're dressed uncomfortably yeah um, i miserable anyway <laughs> Of course, eyeliner, like you know, the black streaking down so, your face. Yeah, it still yeah. plays every time they take a step. If I had balls and my balls were hot as balls, I'd be pretty miserable too. I know. I just hate when they stick to the side of your leg constantly. Like and the balls. Okay. So other things you can do in the outdoors: um, go to the beach. Fuck it. Uh, I mean, a lot of us, you know. I mean, we're lucky. We've got beaches within an hour um, in many directions. We have Jersey beaches. Okay, let's just. <laughs> well, there's some really good Delaware beaches, too. Like, not the main ones and the everything. The nude ones. Yeah, quite. We talked about them. You can take um, a page out of Jamie Asuna's book and decapitate someone and <laughs> kick it around like a football game. Yes. That's <laughs> a take good that su- shit old school. Did, didn't they do that back in, like, the Mayan? Like, did the Mayans do it? The Aztecs? Don't suggest that. They won't be able to have study hall in prison. Yeah. This won't work out well for our listeners. There's yeah, no you know internet can in prison. can do, like, a religious gathering at prison. We, we can go, we can, you know. Fucking loophole that shit. Someone have to get ordained. Um, oh but yeah, God. go to the fucking beach. Go to the beach. Or don't, if you can't go to the beach, find a, a pool, a community. I know community pools, It's they suck. But if you can find a, a reputable, trustworthy pool to, to um, dive into, um, do it. Satanic tiki party. Have you ever heard of Swimply? I think it's called Swimply.com. I have not. You can literally, like, you know how you've got Ubers for cars and Airbnb for houses? Swimply, if I'm pronouncing that right, you can literally rent someone's pool by the hour during the summer. Can I rent out my yeah. development pool by the hour during the summer? Yeah, it's swimply.com. And all of the profit goes I to think, me. <laughs> I think it needs to be your pool. But yes, you can rent. You enjoy your own private pool by the hour. Wait a minute. Do you have to have a pool pass for your pool? You do. Yeah, you go rent out no, your pool No, I think pass. you're well, not allowed to use it for the hour. They do have, hour. because of COVID, so they have, this is a somewhat interesting story not really so you're what, not allowed to have guests right now i mean okay. they might yeah. change that but it's still like covid restrictions you're not allowed to have guests but my development for whatever reason is still convinced that i'm a married couple who lives there so they oh. send me two passes congratulations every, every year yes yeah, so. when was the wedding <laughs> <laughs> all right let's start the bidding at 25 dollars uh, do i hear 27 dollars anybody you can all take turns being my, being my there you go 666 um, so yes. while we're on the way to Veronica's pool, um, I, I really I noticed when I was doing my little outside research that I, on Blackcraft, um, BlackcraftCult.com, they actually sell a fucking coffin pool float. That's badass. It's nice. got a cup holder in it and everything. Um, yeah. It looks really fucking cool. Uh, dimensions are like 74 inches by 36 inches. So I think it might even fit my big ass. Um, but I'm, yeah, that looks really fucking yeah. good. I might buy one of them um, for Do the it. pool. Wait, I was going to ask, what 
what pool? Oh, there's a new one going up. Oh, a bigger nice. and a better oh. one. Oh, I was wondering what happened. That's right. There. We had we have to we had to retamper or tamp. I guess it's called the yeah. ground because yeah. it got all fucking weird and all these rocks came up. So we have to get it all level again. Yeah, but it out. can we take our black coffin uh, floaties to our new venture called Satanic Swim Club? That's where we open a public <laughs> pool Yo, for Satan. Hold on, let's order a bunch of those. Can we all go do that fucking tubing down the Delaware or the brandy wine? Or that's maybe that's it. Yeah, I don't think it's a Delaware. No, it's both. You can do either. It's just the okay, brandy wine okay. is significantly cleaner than the Delaware. Yes, very much. Now, I must note that the coffin that we're referring to here on Blackraft Cult is $70. So, oh. I mean, it's probably, I mean, it looks neat. It's unique. You can expect to pay something like that for. What kind of fucking plastic um, is that made of? It's, it's, <laughs> hopefully it's thick. I mean, it's point. It's 0. 0.30 millimeters PVC, whatever the fuck that means. Um, I figured they put it in there because it means it's good. Um, so, yeah, uh, check that out. Um, but, yeah, I'm a huge fan of just falling the fuck asleep on a pool float in a pool. Or that's one thing I used to always love doing, even in the ocean. Um, not falling asleep, though. That's fucking dangerous. <laughs> just closing your eyes and kind of, you know, just letting go. I love so falling asleep in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> What? <laughs> Thailand. Yeah, your ass floated all the way there. Taking a nap. The motherfucker shows up in Thailand. Oh, I guess I'll stay for a month. <laughs> like Andy, <laughs> Andy Bernard in the office when he was in that fucking big ass sumo suit and just floating and no one would help him. Hello, can you hear me? Remember the episode of uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia when they were stuck with the, the uh, with rum the, ham, with the rum ham the out in the fucking ocean. Ham. Oh my oh, god, that was so insane. Good. Re- that's really going to be my next bingeable show. So I've good. only seen sporadic episodes on that. Really? Yes, I love every fucking thing I see, but I think I stopped watching after like the sixth season. What are they on? Like, so if you so if you don't live close to a beach, but you live close to a cemetery, what do you do? Go visit H. H. Holmes' grave at Holy Cross. Exactly. You go find. I can't cool. wait to have a pink mass. You so very well could do that. I wouldn't suggest mass. performing a mass at a cemetery for your first visit. Um, you're going to want to feel that shit out and see whether or not you're going to go to jail. Um, some of them are very quiet, not visited very often. But so speaking of cemeteries, you know, one suggested summer activity was organizing a walk through the oldest or coolest or darkest cemetery in your area with friends, family, other Satanists. Um, nice mausoleum with a fifth of whiskey. You know, I've done this a few <laughs> times. Um, cemeteries are really fun to fucking tour. Um, and has anybody else done it? You know what the best thing about that is? Hanging out in cemeteries. It's free. It is free. It doesn't cost you any money to do that. You can literally turn it into a picnic, bring food. Um, you know what I mean? Bring beverages and to take, you know, and if you like your cemetery that much, you can always set a permanent residency there. Yep. (laughs) People are dying to get in. It doesn't have to be a cemetery either. I mean, people are dying and getting in there. Oh, it could be the outdoors, but specific to cemeteries. No, I did do a search um, on some of the most interesting and unusual cemeteries in the United States. So I'm going to highlight a couple of them that seem really interesting. Uh, The first one I want to talk about is the one at Lafayette Cemetery. That's in In New New Orleans. Orleans. I want to get there so bad. I I mean, I want to go to New Orleans in general, but um, it's it's really cool. The food is amazing. The the (sighs) graveyard is crazy historical. It's a great place for nerds. Nerd, but this is this cemetery is one of New Orleans above ground cemeteries, 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 the cemetery. Yes. Go to the cemetery. Um, so here the deceased are interred above ground, um, which was a situation that was forced on the area. Can anybody guess why? 
Oh, because of the water. Yes. yes. So th- there was it was bodies. mandatory because it's of the so city's high water table. Below sea level that instead of the corpses rotting like they normally would, they just get like flushed out and flooded. Oh, they get their <laughs> own little the coffin floaty and party. <laughs> Floating coffins. You can run around, you know, like recreating the movie Phantasm. Dude, some of these mausoleums are fucking gorgeous. You could do that. Never seen Phantasm. I'm no. pretty sure you could. Oh that. man, dude, you got to check that shit out. All of them, they're fucking great. And just like you know, there's plenty of other things to do in New Orleans, but this cemetery is definitely a must see, according to the internet's. Um, next one on the list is Lano Cemetery, which is in Truchas or Trucas. I probably butchered. I'll say Trucas. T R U C H A S in New Mexico. Um, now this place is dubbed as a super colorful cemetery where graves are adorned with plastic flowers and religious statues, wooden crosses, plastic toys, even pinwheels. Uh, we're looking at right now, I'm looking at a little memorial for, you know, it was a motorcycle and they actually, they actually have like a, a motorcycle. It's not an actual, you know, complete bike, but it looks like one of those things that American choppers would make like the frame, um, for a couple of bikers who apparently had passed away. Yeah, it, it commemorates an, a deceased rider, and it's one of the, um, the s- most popular spots of the cemetery. Oh, thank Satan. See, make death colorful and creative. This is what we need more of. Make death great ghost. again. <laughs> you should have a big statue ghost rider as you fucking enter that thing. <laughs> Seriously. And it also, it also says the cemetery gives a great view of the Trucus Peaks, which are to the east of the cemetery. So um, definitely look that up. And if you're in the area, it might be something to consider. Next on the list is the Sleepy Hollow Cemetery in New York. Um, many people will visit Sleepy Holly and uh, many people will visit Sleepy Sleepy Holly. It was a hooker, um, <laughs> a, nar- a narcoleptic hooker. <laughs> yes. Hashtag leave it in. All right. That's so- what Sleepy Holly said. <laughs> leave it in. <laughs> wow. Bill is the headless horseman featuring Sleepy Holly, the <laughs> narcoleptic hooker who you have to have. We finally have the plot for our, our first ever study hall porno. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. So, yeah, this um, this Sleepy is Holly. people go to Sleepy Hollow, New York, to track down the ghost of Washington Irving's headless horseman, which is said to haunt the old Dutch cemetery, which was built in 1685. Um, however, if you don't believe in the supernatural and don't think that actually exists, um, you can see the famous author's actual tombstone in the family burial plot, which is adjacent to the Sleepy Hollow Cemetery. It's another place I have to get to. I love Washington Irving. Um, he's awesome. And everybody should go if you're close to the New York area and want to visit a cemetery in the summer. And while you're in New York, you can also check out the Reformed Dutch Church of Tappan Cemetery in Tappan, New York. Um, in this cemetery, uh, it's, it's, it's burial sites date back to the late 1600s. Um, and it says it's a peaceful trip back in time filled with the stories of the local area. And outside of that, it's just really beautiful and well laid out and landscaped and just got a lot of history behind it. Picture of that tombstone. And we will end on something rather close to us here in Philadelphia, the Laurel Hill Cemetery. Uh, the Laurel Hill Cemetery is perched on a Philadelphia hillside overlooking the Schuylkill River. Oh, God. <laughs> Hopefully oh, you don't get to smell the Schuylkill River right. from the cemetery. Um, disrespectful. <laughs> it, just gets your, it gets in your mouth and your nose. It's just, no, I mean, it's what makes our cheesesteaks taste good. <laughs> <laughs> it is the shit that just sticks to the air. Um, <laughs> 
So the Laurel Hill Cemetery is 78 acres uh, and provides a panoramic view of the winding river lined with trees. So they are saying one of the best times to view or visit this cemetery from a visual perspective is in the fall with the changing colors of the leaves on the trees. Um, and also, they say it feels like a sculpture garden with a view. Uh, there's garden paths. You see graves marked with stone angels on columns. There's all sorts of mausoleums that literally look like tiny houses. Um, and, you know, they say that, you know, well, any cemetery does. It commands respect, but it is a pretty bumping place. Uh, tons of walkers, photographers, and picnickers. And just like most cemeteries, and I say most because it's not the case with all, entrance is free. So that sounds fun. Very cool. I want. I'm definitely going to do that this summer. Just like Johnny said, entrance. It's literally. It's free. I'll take my kids. You know, yeah. we can. You can turn that into yeah. um, part of a scavenger hunt, really. And that's kind. Of, that's the next idea. Now, I don't know if any of y'all have heard of it, but there's uh, these apps that you can get where you can turn, um, you know, digitally and virtually through social media in this app, where you can invent and create your own scavenger hunt. Um, really? And that idea is really starting to catch on. So there's this app um, called Goose Chase. And there's other apps that are similar, but it seems to really um, give you a lot of options, whether it's text based and you got to send certain pictures to get the next clue or you can leave physical clues. And I mean, and you can drop pins, you know, you know, coordinates for these certain things and track people's progress. But how fucking fun would that be to get a group of friends together or, you know, if there's some people that are listening to us that are part of congregations or formerly known as chapters uh, within the satanic temple or, um, and cause a lot of people, there's a lot of our listeners, you know, are very solitary and don't have groups or, you know, people like-minded individuals around them, but you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be Satanism driven. You can find creepy, spooky places within your community, places where people have fucking died. Um, look into old lore. You can go and try to find some books at your local public library about, you know, similar to the, all the weird stuff that we learned about with Matt Lake, mm-hmm. uh, all the stuff that he, uh, you know, researched and all the old lore from the community and shit that you just told us about, you know, the area that we live in so many cool opportunities to really create your own satanic scavenger hunt. Um, so I would definitely check that out. Just the hints that you could leave alone. I've never done a satanic scavenger hunt, but I did do one for when I first bought my house. And I got to say like, cause I was still getting kind of familiar with my house. (laughs) Um, but the clues you can come up with and see what, strangers and guests and uh whatever come up with and how easily or you know difficulty wise they they find whatever you want them to find um it's always really fun and that would be a really good summer idea now is this like the geocaching uh app or is this like something where you like build a list of certain things that you have to go find and actually create a scavenger hunt. List. Yeah, it could be just places to visit where you take a picture of something to prove that you were there, or you can physically go there and bury something or hide something in a tree and provide clues. And you're in complete control of how this works. All right. Um, so it's definitely, it's definitely something I think we as a, as a team could have some fun with. Pokemon go to the satanic cemeteries and find the damn hidden objects. <laughs> Yo, and that's a great fucking point too. Pokemon go is still fucking I huge. I mean, there's raids happening and cemeteries are huge for ghosts like gas or ghastly. And they try to keep it relevant. Um, mm-hmm. I know there's a cemetery down the street from where we record here. Where I used to always take my little man to when we played the game just to get, 
ghastly. And you take, you, you know, you, you go on a waterfront and you get Psyducks and you collect enough Psyducks and you get a Gyarados and all that craziness. Um, but yeah, Pokemon Go, literally, it's 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 something fun to do. And, you know, try to take yourself out to some Pokestops you've never seen before. Um, I don't Hop know. on a bike and just head all around your town. Yeah, join a raid. Fuck it. That's a great idea. And, and again, it gets you out there. Um, and for all the artists out there, even if you're not an artist and you want to, you know, do something different or contribute to, you know, a friend's piece, there's always outdoor art, graffitis and murals, uh, whether they're illegal or legal, just don't get fucking caught. Um, <laughs> I've, I mean, Philly, just driving down 95, just this, I mean, even p- through Philly, past North Philly, the amount of graffiti. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, on 95, Not, yeah, right that, under the underpass, there's some great Oh, art. yeah, right, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Raining, yeah, that's real. Yeah, they, they really good fucking taggers. Yeah, it's great. I mean, there's pictures and almost like murals, but yeah, it's something to do. Um, Grab some spray paint or find, you know, a spot or a big ass wall to paint with some friends. (laughs) And there's hard places to get to. I'm not condoning doing anything dangerous. But when I see like a graffiti mural in a really hard spot to get to, I'm that much more impressed. And um, now you'll have some good weather to do it in. So, yeah, outdoor art, graffitis, murals. um, Have have a crack at it. Um, What else? Uh. So we've also got this suggestion to just fucking lay around and crisp in the hellfire of the summer. Uh, but keep in mind, um, which you're going to learn a little bit more about later in this episode, um, related to hellfire and high temperatures, uh, hellfire can cause third degree burns, skin cancer, and many other painful an- ailments. But it also has vitamin D. We can't have Yay, vitamin D. Yay. So vitamin D overrides all that other shit. So just lay in the sun and burn. Do not use sunscreen. No, I'm kidding. Use fucking sunscreen. I'm like SPF 90. I never used to to burn, but whew, fuck. Fucking ice cream. I like SPF 5000. So, so bad. Mm-hmm. See, what else do we have here? Barbecues. That's a, that's a given. Get outside. Cook. Um, you know, cook something different on the grill that you haven't, you know, try a new recipe. Um, drink lemonade. Gorge yourself on in-season fruit. Now, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. fruit in the summertime even if you're not if fruit's not into your diet fruit keeps you hydrated um and whether it's water watermelons or you know oranges or like the seasonal fruit of the summer um indulge on that shit i know it's you hear the satanic ice cream the man ice cream man's know, here yeah, yeah. yeah it's roll, said something a second ago about it like oh roll so rolling by fruit study from hall the satanic fruit truck yeah. everybody now keep in mind in the days of old degenerate gluttons would stuff themselves with sugary fruits in order to pack on some extra pounds for the winter and we do have you know it's a good point to bring up we do have kind of like an eternal summer now you know fruits grown everywhere all the time shipped from everywhere all the time but yeah, it's called global warming <laughs> No, it's called, uh, you know, global commerce now. Basically, it's the um, ever-present summer. But it's still important um, to kind of live that way, even if we don't even if we don't live as hunter-gatherers anymore. Um, if you're somebody who does kind of need to pack on that extra weight for the winter months to get yourself through, you don't want to be, like, not uh, – you don't want to be malnourished and fruit's good for you. So, you know. I don't have that problem. Eat it. Neither do I. So yeah, we can pull away I have quite the opposite. Yes, yeah, so I have enough pounds already. I don't, I don't have that problem. So besides eating, so besides eating roadkill or sugary fruits, um, 
uh, we, one thing Veronica talked about, um, or we talked about before with this is drinking lemonade and staying hydrated and what better way to stay hydrated or try to pretend that you're staying hydrated because <laughs> you don't really stay hydrated very much by eating or drinking these. Um, but, uh, Veronica added some interesting recipes for some beverages. Uh, would you like to dive in and, uh, educate us and get us learnt on these drinks? I will dive in and educate you about these summer beverages. Yeah. Hallelujah. All right, so Satan's Spicy Lemonade is first. Ingredients, one liter of club soda, two cups of white rum, uh, one six-ounce can of fruit lemonade concentrate, which I have not had before, so that'll be interesting. Already. I know. Um, One-fourth cup of fresh lemon juice, one teaspoon of hot sauce, which is, you know, that, that's what caught my attention, um, and then crushed ice as desired. I guess the <laughs> crushed ice cancels out the, the blaring heat of the hot sauce. Um, step one, and there's only one step, so you shouldn't fuck this up. <laughs> Gently stir club soda, rum, lemonade concentrate, lemon juice, and hot sauce together in a pitcher. Pour into glasses filled with crushed ice to serve. This sounds kind of delicious. I'm, I'm excited to try it. We should have a lemonade tasting this summer at Study Hall. Big old instead fucking of, pitcher. Instead of lemonade, we need Satanade. <laughs> Don't drink the Satanade. Drink um, it by the gallon. All right, next up we have, this is mine, the valedictorian summer milkshake uh, recipe. All right, <laughs> ingredients, pinnacle whipped vanilla vodka, um, or you could use any vanilla vodka of your choice. You could also probably substitute this with a vanilla rum. Uh, Kahlua, whole milk, Wawa French vanilla non-dairy creamer. I should have given you a disclaimer. You can't make this if you're not in the Wawa geographical area. It's just not going to be the same. <laughs> there really is. Wawa's Wawa a pain in the ass, but there's there, it's, there's really is nothing like Wawa coffee creamer or Wawa coffee. All right. To continue. So after you get your Wawa French vanilla non-dairy creamer, have one of us at study, I'll drop it off to you. Uh, whipped cream. We'll ship it to you for a nominal fee. <laughs> <laughs> Colorful sugar sprinkles and ice to serve. Uh, directions. Fill a fancy glass two-thirds of the way full with vanilla vodka and Kahlua over ice. Just don't forget that part. Uh, fill the rest with one half whole milk and one half French vanilla creamer. So you actually don't need that much of this French vanilla creamer. It's but supposed it's, to be Wawa. So. It's really good. Um, top with whipped cream and colorful sugar sprinkles to serve. Enjoy. I love this. Um, it tastes exactly like ice cream. Gets you drunk super fast. And it's just a it's a really good summer milkshake uh, mixed drink. So enjoy. And then I do have one more. <laughs> and it's called the Lazy Rainbow Freeze Pop Mixed Drink. Um, I did this by accident. So what was supposed to happen, before I read this off to you, is that you're supposed to buy a bunch of freeze pops. Or is is there another name for them, Bill? I call them I, freeze I pops. I used to call them ICs. Okay, ICs are freeze pops. You know, you, you'll see them. In the summertime, Squish. you'll see them at a grocery store. You don't have to look too hard. So you buy a shit ton of them. You freeze them. You crush them up and you separate them into different bowls based on the color. And then you rainbow order them into a glass and you put fruit on a skewer and and put it over top of the glass that's how you and, and then put whatever tasty alcohol you want on them but that's not how i did it i got really really lazy and i just took a bunch of freeze pops that i had crushed up already i put them into a glass i shoved fruit in the glass i topped it with my uh fancy blueberry lemonade vodka that i had and i still put more fruit on skewers and and put it over top of the glass. So it's just an obnoxious amount of f crushed freeze pop and an obnoxious amount of fruit and then an, an obnoxious amount of fruity vodka. And uh, it looks beautiful. Please try it. Post pictures because um, I think you'll be really 
um, satisfied with the uh, result. <laughs> it sounds obnoxiously delicious. It's sounds obnoxiously so colorful good. and and really summery. <laughs> Today's word is hyperthermia. Definition of hyperthermia. The condition of having a body temperature greatly above normal. Hyperthermia used in a sentence. Hyperthermia is the most severe form of heat stroke. The heat wave caused thousands of deaths from hyperthermia. A Florida man collapsed from hyperthermia after several hours of outdoor pole dancing. Holy shit! That's all for this edition of the Devil's Dictionary. Now time to sneak some liquor out of my dad's cabinet and make one of Veronica's drinks. Damn it! Obviously, Thomas Evans. All right, so that kind of covers our outdoor stuff. Thank you for those recipes, Veronica. Yeah, on the next segment of Satanic Bartenders. <laughs> and if you make any of these drinks um, and want to give them a try, uh, snap a picture and share them on our social media and let, let us know how they came out. You Love- know, before you switch out of outdoor shit, there was one that I've been holding on to that I wanted to talk to you guys about because it sounds like a lot of fun. Me and a couple of people have been talking about doing it on their their piece of property throwing a like weekend camping serve like horror survival like camping trip in the fucking woods and have like you know like like a representation of jason like fucking chasing you or shit like that. oh yeah like, you gotta survive the-, the three days in the fucking woods like how far how extreme would it get would yeah it be that like seems those- like it would take like, a no. lot of planning but i'm into it i right. would do it yeah yeah, yeah. Well, they, they got like fucking acres upon acres of land now and they're just trying and people to figure would out something pay to do, to do that yeah like if you set that up like right. as a you know trying to figure out what to do with like all an attraction land, so i was like dude that's a brilliant idea because people right. people pay to go to those scare camps to pretty mm-hmm. much be like almost killed yeah Picture, mm-hmm. i mean like basically like set it up so like you know one weekend it'll be run like uh like, 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 you know, you're living through Friday the 13th. Another one would be like living through sleepaway camp or, you know, just shit like that. Yeah, it's like that. an escape room only right. for a three day for a gig. Horror, for horror yeah. fans. That's awesome. Yeah. With our luck, it would turn out like Tucker and Dill versus Evil. Like, oh, <laughs> yo. All our guests would accidentally <laughs> kill themselves. Throw himself into a wood chipper, <laughs> or into like an exposed like like tree branch or something. Disclaimers for days. Yep. The fucking Bible of fucking liability forms to fill out. So indoor shit. Um, we're gonna fly through some indoor and event shit because our list for indoor and event wasn't you know as much as our outdoors. Rightfully so. It's summertime. We're trying to get us out of these uh fucking four walls and you know have some fun outside but some things to do indoors obviously if uh, you so choose you can just sit in front of an air conditioner for three months and do absolutely fucking nothing um there's nothing wrong with that uh if you yes know. there is you fucking cave goblins <laughs> get the fuck outside <laughs> i mean hail thyself if it this makes you happy i can get behind <laughs> you can play every character uh version you know different character versions of skyrim you can make a sim and make the sim go outside there you (laughs) You go every episode of satanic study hall on repeat there you go yes until you jump off a fucking bridge and then you'll be outside no Um, no bill bill there's a flaw in that plane you'd have to leave the house to get to the bridge that is true 
That is true. Damn it. You got to the biggest on fucking fort in the world. Like, oh. oh, pillow fort. Yes. Not even a pillow fort. Like you can use your fans and bed sheets and mm. shit. A uh, pillow dungeon. But on a more serious <laughs> note, next thing on our list is to volunteer at a domestic abuse center or a local food pantry. Um, it's air conditioned most of the time. Um, and it's effective. It, you know, utilizes your time. You're helping others. And you'd be surprised at, you know, the amount of domestic abuse centers and food pantries that are in and nearby where you are, wherever you are. It doesn't have to be those two. Um, find, find something that you're passionate about and spend some of your time volunteering. Um, here's something fun that we need to do as a team. And I highly suggest people to do it. It'll be a good way to spend your Sunday morning in the air conditioning and have some fun. You can attend a Catholic Sunday mass dressed in your finest satanic garments. Or just go in full-fledged fucking cosplay costumes. Yeah, and have a lot of fun of with it. Jesus is a cunt t-shirt. <laughs> I did that in an Armenian <laughs> church, actually, time. this year. I think it was in the fall. Um, but I went in, and I wasn't wearing anything, like, outwardly satanic or anything. I went into there with a few of my, my Catholic friends, but it was an Armenian Catholic mass. And um, uh, pretty cool, actually, minus the now weird, like, oh, no, should I be here feeling I got from being a Satanist in a church. Um, yeah, I would, I would recommend it. I'm down more on that later. We'll post pictures if we actually do it. And you should too, if you <laughs> are so, church. so inclined, uh, the keys to it. Uh, <laughs> host your own satanic movie night or online watching or viewing party with other satanic friends. If it's hot as balls and a bunch of you are staying in for the evening or the day, it doesn't matter the time of day. You can go on one of these hosting sites or video streaming sites. Uh, there's a lot of them out there. I heard cast sucks now. Um, there's a couple different ones out there that people seem to like. I mean, you can do it on Discord. You can do it on Zoom. Um, stream a movie. Watch a movie with some friends virtually or have them over. Um, and now that, you know, people are getting vaccinated and shit's getting somewhere back to normal. And just have an in-person movie night now that the world's kind of changing again. Um, definitely something to do. Uh, other th another thing that was suggested by one of our listeners was to visit places like planetariums or science centers or museums. Who can tell me about some, I don't know, some of the more popular occult type museums that might be around the U.S.? The, the Mutter Museum. museum. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Uh, the oh, the Mutter Museum? Oh, well, late it. to the game there, but oh, good, good try, good try. There's a you. small, tiny little place in Asheville, North Carolina, called the Auditorium, which is pretty fucking Ooh, cool. That sounds nice. You go in, it's like you walk into it. You're at the end of the fucking bar, so it's a bar in the middle. To the right is a one room museum, and to the left is a tiny little stage for punk shows. Nice. It's fucking. It's all, and it's all just in one fucking room. It's great. The Museum of Crime and Punishment in Washington D.C. Okay. Ooh, that's really a Isn't thing. I'll have to check that building? out. Huh? Isn't that the Capitol <laughs> building? <laughs> um, the other museum. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got a bunch of like cool uh, historical just uh, justice system stuff. Yeah, they have some torture devices and whatever, but get over nice. it. And um, if you want to take a stroll through there, it's not very big. Won't take you a while to get through. It's actually a little bit narrow. It makes you feel kind of congested which i think is is the point if you're into that experience but still air conditioned and um i recommend it i'm gonna go a little off topic here not necessarily satanic but there is always the museum of sex up in new york city oh that's, that's a good hot choice. get it summer <laughs> hot <laughs> i'm gonna go off topic uh, uh, here too uh. and not satanic but i'm a big fan of outer space so if anybody and you know our 
general area can get down. There's the uh, the Goddard Space Flight Museum in Maryland, and then, of course you can go about a half hour farther and see the uh, was it the Air and Space Museum. Yes, Air I space love Museum. the Air and Space fucking Museum. Love that place. Mm-hmm. The whole giant NASA store. I want to buy fucking everything in it. I've, I went to both of them in one day. They have the one I think it's down in Manassas, like okay. the, the the giant facility, and then they have the the one actually in uh, DC. And, and you're yeah. right, Dennis. It's a fucking Awesome. A beautiful, beautiful yeah. museum. There's also the Museum of Death. Yeah. Which has locations in New Orleans and in Hollywood. Yeah. Now they they say that it was um they the tour that they give lasts about an hour, but um I said <laughs> the tag on their website says, but those who can stomach it may stay as long as they like. But the average stay in these places is around an hour because people get grossed the fuck out. Now can wow. I was just the one in, in uh Hollywood. I don't know. I was expect. I don't know if I was just expecting a lot worse. But there's two things that bother me. First of all, it wasn't quite as gory as I expected. The other thing is, it's very dated. That's it's like they heard. stopped updating it, like in like the '80s. It looked like. I mean, it's all like old newspaper clip, clip, clippings. It's all like it looks like VHS quality, like okay. videos and stuff. It's just, I, I was just a little under impressed by it. Are they on the AV cards? I don't no. remember. <laughs> I just remember it looks like they just stopped updating it about 30 years ago, right. at least. Yeah, it looks like tickets are between $15 or $17, depending on your site. Obviously, the more expensive is going to be in L.A. because everything's fucking more expensive <laughs> in L.A. Um, but no, that looks like fun. So that's a Museum of Death. You can check that out at museumofdeath.net. Not a museum, but I really want to go check it out. The fucking Clown Motel. Oh yeah, I remember. You, I think it was you that posted about that on our social media. Probably. Who would stay here? And then I'd, I'd stay yeah, there all night. I'd, yeah, I'd do a fucking full weekend at that place. As long as there's no owls, I can deal with clowns all day long. <laughs> now that I know, that's no yeah, now, owls. Now that we all know, <laughs> you ain't gonna find a fucking owl. Breaking news! Not wait for the next time we record. You <laughs> fucking show up to study out with a fucking owl. Fucking three of them. Yeah, a few of them. Other things you can Your do. Your house is no, going to become the owl house. Even, even better, just fucking release an owl and a couple crows in this room. They have like a fucking lifelong hatred for each other. Really? Yeah, I like fuck, crows. They will fight each I other to the death. I love crows. Good, that'll I solve my problem. That. Oh, they that can kill so each other. Cute. Baby. He's a little, little owl. A little owl clown. Who? That's Pennywise. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking cute as shit. I just found a picture of it, an owl clown that's made up like uh, Fuck off with the owls. Um, I didn't know this. I'm so happy. This is fuck like a, owls. No, I'll ex- no, I'll ex- a new development. I think I explained it. I think I explained the fear of owls on some episode. I don't, I don't think you did at any point. I know. Yeah, we got to hear this now. Go ahead. The um, owl so episode. I'll, I'll save that. And then we're not, the that's a deeper. Episode. Yeah, we'll do For an owl, owl episode. episode. Um, so other things you can do, Dennis will definitely be down for this one, especially when it comes to photo shoots, is hail thyself and treat yourself to some new fucking sex toys. Damn straight. I've been looking at them. I don't have the money right now. Reti- I got a couple in the on the in the the cart at the moment. Retire some of that old used and fucking abused <laughs> shit you got in your drawer. I mean, I <laughs> not you specifically, but anybody. Um, so yeah, that's definitely an option. Another a more serious note, uh, and I really like this one too. Um, you can buy some stamps and envelopes, sit in an air conditioned room, and write letters to government officials, voicing your thoughts to help advance legislation that's important to you. 
uh, it doesn't take long. Just one thing to throw on top of that as someone who's dabbled in politics and knows about politics. If you've got a candidate locally um, or statewide or something that you support uh, that that shares your beliefs on on strong things, offer to help out with their campaign. I mean, they need people to to make phone calls, which is indoors, to go out door knocking, which is outdoors, to mail letters. I mean, just if you've got a candidate who you feel really feel strongly for, try to help them out directly. They're always looking for help. They most certainly are. Also, Photoshop their heads onto some like obscene pictures, send them in the mail, and threaten to blackmail them. I mean, stop that. giving away our ideas. <laughs> we ixnay on the Photoshop. Do you want something done? <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. Does anybody else do this? Like, just go, like to go sit in a fucking park and look at people and make up fucking background stories. I did. I, I I started doing that when I lived in Miami, but just classic people watching. I literally, I, I'll create characters out of people that walk yeah, by. I'll create it. names. It's definitely fun. To I do. like to sketch, um, just to you know, not if I look at somebody, I kind of want to look at them with you know a something to record in my hands, and it's just it's good if you're looking to improve your you know uh, drawing from life skill. Uh, so that's something I used to do. Making up stories, I haven't tried yet. I see it done in TV shows. Other people tell me that they do it, but I've never done it just to do it. Okay. Yeah. So it'd be cool to try. You want to paint me like one of your French girls? Yeah, exactly. You get it. You get the point. So, um, what about? No, like one of I'll my Italian a, girls. I'll take I'll take a picture for you. I want to see you paint that. God. It's gonna be good. So, Veronica, what's your favorite thing to do indoors during the summer? Uh, my favorite thing to do indoors. I'm not indoors too much during the summer. I'm not gonna lie to you. I like to soak up my vitamin D, and yeah, I like to I like to get my hikes in. Um, but indoors, I. Just draw and read. Um, I'm going to do some... Oh, yeah, summer reading. That's my favorite thing to do. That's what you were looking for, wasn't it? Nerd! <laughs> I do the same thing. I'll sit outside all day. Summer reading. Get that done very, very early. Write your whole report on it as early as possible, and then you can enjoy the rest of your summer. Don't procrastinate, Fuck everybody. <laughs> Two days before school. Two days before. Two I didn't even read the fucking school. book. You know, I think that's what... No, I read it. I'll Ver- read it, but... Veronica, could you take that task on? Could maybe we suggest to... Or maybe do a social media post on a satanic summer reading list? Uh, could definitely help you out with that. I love it. Um, event time. Um, so, one thing that we talked about is about with Musical Journeys is supporting your local musicians and not only just your musicians, but your local artists as well. Um, usually, especially during the summer, there's usually some kind of a summer concert series or outdoor art event or a show or, you know, anything related to the two that highlights the local talent in your area. And I highly suggest that you look into it. You will be surprised that most likely it's happening and you just didn't know about a lot of times these things are under promoted um, and under attended. Um, and it's a great way to, you know, be, you know, get back out there and fucking, um, you know, socialize and be around people um, safely, whatever you're comfortable with. I know we're not over COVID yet, but uh, when it comes to events and stuff, I think that's a great place to start. Um, start locally. Yeah. No, if I can ever get you guys down to uh, Greenville, South Carolina, I think, it's, I think it's about August. They have this thing called Artisphere and it's a it's a weekend long art um like festival artist fear uh, yeah. that's, that's a good name yeah and like it's just booth after booth set up as just like independent artists from around the country that's and shit awesome. selling yeah selling all kinds of stuff it's great right up everybody's alley that's where that I, I think i showed you the uh the picture of david bowie the pencil sketch i yes, have of yes, him in the, yeah. this, the, the sweet, uh, astronaut sweet. suit yeah got artist that there fear. nice mm-hmm. um cat suggested that uh 
We shout out to Hella Megator, which will be huge for some uh, 90s alt-rock fans. It's the Green Day Fall Out Boy and Weezer tour. All right. Um, Weezer is the only part of that I'm interested in. (laughs) I know Green Day is great live. I'm I'm not a huge Green Day fan, but they're fantastic live. Um, Fuck Green Day. They're hitting Dallas, Texas, Atlanta, Georgia, uh, Jacksonville, Florida, Miami, New York City, Washington. They'll be close to us. They'll be in Washington, D.C. and Hershey. Uh, they'll be in Chicago, Ohio, oh, Philly. They're going to be at Citizens Bank Park on August 20th. Oh. Um, and they're going to be with the Interrupters and a whole bunch of Could opening acts. Could you imagine if the Fanatic came out on stage like midway through the fucking set? Did well, you the, say green? <laughs> I, should, I should pay the Fanatic to wear a satanic study hall shirt and do that. I can't imagine how much that would cost. I know, right? $74,000. City's going to riot like they do at anything. They're going to throw batteries at them. (laughs) (laughs) We need gritty in a satanic city hall t-shirt. That would be more fitting, yes. That would be very fitting. So another thing to do, um, more local to the Philadelphia area, is the Decibel Magazine's Metal and Beer Fest in Philly, which is at the Fillmore. That is, you know, closer just after the uh, fall Um Equinox, I guess, September 25th and 26th. But if you're in the area, definitely check that out. It is huge in the area. And I'm sure based on the fact that no one's been able to do shit for a year, all these events are going to be highly attended. Does Um, anybody know if the punk rock flea market's going on? I do not. We'll have to look into that. Um, yeah, Google. Is that something that they do as like a traveling thing? Or? Uh, I mean, I know a, a few different cities do, but I, I know like it, if I remember correctly, it's twice a year in Philadelphia. Then there's also the Villain Arts Tattoo Convention. They're all over the country. Um, and you can, if you want to find out where the closest Villain Arts Tattoo Convention is to you, you can go to villainarts.com. Uh, that's it's pretty fucking impressive. I've never been to one, but from the things I saw online, it's definitely somewhere I want to check out. Any of you been to a tattoo convention? I have. In, I have in Philadelphia and in Baltimore. Both were pretty yep. pretty cool. Yep. The hum of all the little tattoo needles going. It's, it's insane, especially in the convention center. It is weird walking around the convention center, like not having any tattoos yet and not really planning on getting one there either. And my um, really good friend, she's my ex, but <laughs> it was just it was really cool because she was like, yeah, if you find something you like, you can get it at a discount, you know, and they'll they'll give it to you. It'll be awesome. Like, I'm going to get one today. I said, OK, look, let me see how it works. And they gave her a tattoo for a small one for three hundred dollars i'm like that's not the kind of <laughs> a little bit higher than the discount i was looking for but uh still a really cool experience great place to meet artists and yeah. um anybody selling like really cool like prints um, mer- and, yeah and merchandise yeah, yeah it's great for a, that i got a pretty sweet it's like traditional styled uh x-files flash nice flashy to that nice i was dying i wanted so bad to get tattooed by one of the murray brothers from uh black veil uh, tattoo up in Salem. Yeah. You got to check out their shit. It's like, oh, it's fucking sick. And then last but not least um, that we have on our list is June is Pride Month. Don't forget. So definitely look up events nearby your location. Uh, attend, participate, go with a friend, go by yourself, get a group of people together um, and definitely support all the pride activities that are going on on throughout the entire month of June. And I mean, I've looked around a lot of the, just in the mid Atlantic and there's events, you know, spread out all over the month. Uh, so definitely look into that. Um, or bake a heart shaped rainbow cake, which the recipe I might post later on or, or read out on yes. a later episode. Damn Martha sure Stewart. What the fuck? I know. Fucking the God. baker's coming I out know, of me tonight. I see. The baker mixologist. Yeah. 
go skydiving and beg them not to pull the cord. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a hell of an event. We need a GoPro with audio for that event. one. Just please don't. Come on, man. Come on, I want to take this highway to hell. <laughs> so I guess that kind of concludes um, our little satanic summer syllabus or satanic activities and things to do to keep yourself entertained during the summer. Um, you know, I guess the main goal is to march the beat of your own drum. Of course, uh, we're all Satanists. Now we did cover a lot of Satanist friendly and fun shit to do. So hopefully someone pulled something out of it and found something new to try. Yeah, that should keep you busy for three months. So on that note, we're going to close the book on our main topic of the evening, quickly highlight on social media and get the fuck out of here because the bell's going to ring soon. Satanic study hall is easy to find on social media. All you got to do is search our name. Um, that's exactly where we're posted, um, how we're posted on Facebook and Instagram to find us on Twitter. It is at satanic SH where both the S's and the H are capitalized. Uh, we do still uh, highly recommend you come hang out with us in our Facebook and Discord goat farm communities. So if you're interested in checking that out uh, and becoming a part of it, uh, hit up, hit us up at satanicstudyhall at gmail.com or send us a message on any form of social media and we will share you an invite. Uh, we also have our Patreon. So we are uh, open for podcast consideration. Um, if you want to support us, you can do so at patreon.com slash satanic study hall. Uh, we have three different tiers, a $3 and 33 cent tier, a six sixty six, and a $20 a month. Super fucking satanic VIP level. I fucking love that name. Super fucking satanic. I've been saying it ever <laughs> since episode one. It. It so it's the emphasis on fucking. That's right. Super <laughs> fucking satanic. Um, super fucking satanic. A fucking Oh, you should do this Patreon promo from now on. I actually like that better. Um, but there you pizzazz to it. But there uh, we make the occasional um, insightful posts. Um, the goal of Patreon is to just give you a little bit of extra content um, and some behind the scenes perspective as to you know how the Satanic Study Hall train moves forward and what goes into the production. That covers. All of our social media. Oh, I didn't talk about YouTube. A lot of work's been put into refreshing our YouTube account with all of the episodes that aren't copyright infringement um, <laughs> on our YouTube. Al's done a phenomenal job with that. Um, I even think he got caught up to what we've recently posted as well. So again, if you want to, if that's a platform or you know an option for you to listen to the podcast, check it out, and you will. As we progress and um, record some really cool shit this summer, we're going to try to be more mindful of taking pictures while we're all together here in the studio um, and getting, you know, getting different different things to post in regards to that. Um, I got to look nice. Damn it. That's right. Um, so outside of that, um, I have <laughs> nothing else. Anybody else? Uh, yeah. Before we ring out, I, I totally forgot I had these. I just found them. Um, you know, I'm sure you've seen the, the short little video clip or whatever inside the, uh, the temple headquarters, they have that Baphomet, um, like Zoltan fucking. Yeah. From big yeah, Zoltar. Yeah. Well, they, they kick out fucking tickets. Here's three different style tickets that it kicked out. They wanted to fucking. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So if anybody hasn't seen the movie big, um, part of the whole premise of that movie is, uh, Tom Hanks as a little boy goes to the Zoltar machine and makes the wish. Like he wants to be big and he wakes up the next fucking morning. The son bitch, the little boy turned into Tom Hanks. Um, so yeah, Dennis, uh, you got these Zoltar tickets. Uh, to really read you your fortune and give you your lucky numbers. On the back, it has all the, uh, astrology shit. Yeah. That's fucking great. 
Awesome. Yeah, if you're in Pretty Salem, cool. check that out. Um, Dennis found this um, at the TST headquarters in Salem. And there's your uh, admission tickets. Oh shit! Okay, right. and again, it's if you're looking for the public posting of it, I don't think I don't think it's listed as TST headquarters. It's it's the what Satanic Art Gallery. Yes. Or the Salem Art Gallery. The, the Satanic, yeah, the Salem Art Gallery. Perfect. And again, restrictions have been listed, lifted and they've been open since April 1st, I believe. So if you're looking for another activity to do when you got a couple of bucks to spend, go check out the Salem Art Gallery and TST headquarters. Um, anybody else? Shout out. Special thanks. Always a shout out to Sean at uh, Misty's Coventry. You know, I love working with that guy. Uh, a lot of a lot of big things are coming um, soon from us. So. I don't, I don't even think Bill knows about what's going on with all that. And I don't want to. I like being surprised. All right, cool. Well, then um, you'll be pleasantly surprised. Shout out to Kian, um, one of our, you know, long-term listeners and awesome, awesome friend. Um, he is fantastic. He's going to be helping us out on a future episode soon that I'm really excited for, for, for that does have to do with a little bit of summer reading. So you have that to look forward to. Um, Kian, you rock. Can't wait to record. Shout out to all the Satanists out there making a difference in their community. I mean, I know we touched about, uh, you know, like helping out at a local, you know, domestic shelter and things like that. But just really just shout out to everyone who's, you know, out there making a dis- difference and living their satanic values. Hail you. That's right. Hail thyself. If you're if you're making the effort um, and, you know, really trying to make an impact, what a better way to, to do something local in your community than to put the time in um, and spend some time where it's needed. So absolutely. I agree with that. Um, I guess as far as uh, me, uh, my shout outs are to our listeners and to this amazing team of degenerates that we had. This was a lot of fun. Thank you, everybody, for coming to class today and listening to all of this uh, satanic summer fuckery. Uh, We will definitely uh, try to make this a seasonal thing. We'll try to repeat the same type of deal for the fall and talk about some fall activities. And we look forward to seeing you next time as we talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. So, uh, obviously, Tonis, we will do it again soon. So, yeah, uh, when we were talking about Spirit Away earlier, does it not look like the fucking, it's basically ghosts that are led by Eugene Levy's mom. Eugene Levy. Dude, it's ridiculous. It's like...